The 2022-2023 Manitoba Junior Hockey League season is upon us, and we get to talk a little bit of hockey and break down the roster with head coach and GM of the Steinback Pistons, Paul Dick. Paul, before we get into the roster, where you're going to tell us a little bit about the player and the kind of person behind the, the sweater as well, uh, coming off of a finals appearance last year, heading into this year, how do you manage expectations, and, and how do you deal with you know there being a, a fair amount of turnover this year from last year? Well, I think... We approach it kind of the same we do every year. That you know, our expectations are to to be in a position to contend at the end of the year. And um, you know, last year was last year. We felt like we fell a little short, and and um, our returning players, um, I, I don't think they they desire anything less than getting back there and getting that opportunity again. So, um, you know, with our new players yesterday, I think it's become very apparent that you know we're, we're not an organization that just throws our sticks in the middle and and uh, sees what happens. We want to be prepared and we want to plan and we have expectations to win hockey games and, and to play at the level that we feel we're capable of. So we've got some very, you know, we have a talented group and, and a group that's motivated. So with that, that should produce some some, some success for us as a group. So, um, you know, and, and I think the guys are ready for that. Some guys have come from programs that haven't been successful and, and they want to be a part of something special. Paul, uh, one of the real positives this year is a number of your younger players from last year are back this year. I'm thinking Langley Krugel, Josh Nelson, Davis Fry, Travis Hensrud, Hunter Degelman, guys that uh, learned what it took last year. And, you know, there were some hard lessons last year where, where guys maybe figured out that there's no weeks off, there's no games off. How do you hope that they kind of police the room this year to teach those younger guys that Pistons hockey is each and every night maximum effort yeah well that starts in practice you know and those guys are leading us right now already with our effort and practice with our attentiveness with our execution of drills just the time they're putting in and then you know with our off-ice workouts they're leading that as well so that's really where it starts you know and, and the games are often a reflection of, of how we've been preparing and practicing so there's no doubt I mean we dealt with adversity last year we dealt with injuries we we dealt with um um, you know roster changes and and guys that were um, you know new in the in the game you know new to our league so uh, there was growth that took place last year we had the hard lessons that took place in the playoffs uh, we had a stretch in November where we learned a lot um, where it was a it was a rough stretch for us and and uh, I loved how we responded to it and then yeah in the playoffs I mean we talk about being an everydayer and the importance of that. So, um, you know, the guys that are returning are definitely leading already in that area. They've already made mention of it. Um, and um, the season goes quick. And we certainly don't want to be sitting here in, in March and talking about regrets. Um, so, you know, I really encourage those guys, even the 17, the 18-year-olds, you know, when they get to 20, they always comment on they can't believe how quick it's gone so just making you know not only every year count but every day every week every month yeah when the 20 year olds always say boy if they could go back to that first year of junior hockey and totally they slow it down and not rush to the playoffs or you know rush to the summer totally you know what you gotta enjoy every week um you know and that's the other part yes we're working hard and we have you know, aspirations and, and things of that nature. But the biggest thing is to come to the rink every day and enjoy it. Uh, usually that's when you get your best, right? And I think that's in every aspect of life, just finding something that you love to do. And usually that's when you're going to be a great employee, yeah. uh, if that's the case. So Love what you do and call it work. That's what the, that's go. what they say. Uh, Paul, I know that you always uh, you talk about consistency on the ice. You talk about consistency and good habits in practice. Uh, consistency around the team is important too, and another great group of volunteers has come around to uh, make this year possible. Uh, Barry uh, McLean is no longer head of security, but uh, you know he had a lasting impact with this team, and Percy's taking over. But uh, just speak to the volunteers and what they mean to the organization year in and year out. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean they're. Uh a huge part of of uh, of what we do, uh, you know. Game days, if you look around, and we, we have a security team at, at every entrance, and there's 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 people everywhere. There's and um, you know 
you you can feel how much they in, enjoy being a part of our group and how supportive they are of our players. And Barry was a, a staple for many, many years, manning the door where the players came out and formed relationships with the players and knew everybody on a first-name basis and, and uh, you know, almost a father figure there for the guys, right? So and now Percy's going to be assuming that, and he's going to do a terrific job with that. He kind of stepped in already last year, and, and um, you, you know, the, the the ladies we have up front are, are terrific, and they put in so much time, you know, and um, sometimes volunteering is kind of a, but it's it can be a bit of a grind sometimes, you yeah. know, so you really got to love what you do and be passionate about it, and we're, we've got 30, you know, 35 to 45 um, that are regularly there with us on a on a daily ba- or game day game basis. day basis. So yep. it's a tremendous contribution. Yeah, it is, and uh, you know it's, it's just great to see that year after year. Uh, Paul, let's talk about the roster a little bit uh, as we get situated here. Uh, we'll start in goal because there was big turnover in goal, and uh, you know a lot of the times you usually come in with your starter you know, the incumbent starter who was the backup last year. Uh, both your goalies, Will Hambly, Simon Harkness, have moved on. Uh, Harkness to uh, to University of Manitoba and and Will going off to NCAA. So two new goaltenders. You acquired one in the summer. We'll start with Cole Plowman. Tell us about Cole. Yeah, well, you know, we started looking for goaltenders and, and uh, we're looking for somebody with some experience. And when Cole came available, that did some research on him. And the first thing I was told was just uh, just an incredible human and um, you know, everything was resoundingly positive when I looked into his character and, uh, you know, the type of teammate that he was. And, um, you know, we were fortunate to have Nick Lubomiv on staff here with us as a scout, and he had some experience with him in Selkirk and, and uh, you know, knew a few other people around him and some family members. So um, so that was the, the biggest thing that really, you know, drew us to him initially. And then um, the fact he's experienced, he had played well against us. Um, I thought there was just a lot of upside to his game. And, you know, he's come in, um, you know, he's wearing our our colors right from the beginning. Uh, you know, shortly after the trade, he called me about a mask he was going to design. He was he was all in the moment that took place. And I uh, just love how he's come in here and, and is, is leading, um, you know, just with his approach to the game, his professionalism, and, um, you know, he's played very well for us. Just to compare him maybe to a couple past goaltenders, it's almost like he's got a personality of a Matt Lenz and a competitiveness like Roman Bengert. Yeah, yeah, I'd also say there's some some Matt Rudomsky in him. Yeah. Just in, in terms of how he is with, with people and with, with youth, I think. And, um, you know, he's a well-spoken young man, and, uh, just I really like the way he conducts himself and how respectful he is. So, yeah, there's definitely some comparisons there. And uh, I love his competitiveness in practice, and he's wanting to stop every single puck, every every single rep. So, um, you know, that's how you get better. Yep. And uh, because we mentioned a couple goalies, we have to throw in Zach Rikachi because if he hears this and we didn't, he's going to text us <laughs> in. Uh, just, just not worth that's it. That's right. You know he's listening. <laughs> he's knowing he's listening. Uh, your uh, second goalie, Sean Wally, a big, big goaltender, moves well. Uh, just tell us a little bit about Sean. Yeah, Sean's uh, you know uh, he's a year younger, and I think the the word that would come with him there's there's his potential is there's a potential for a really good really good career. Um, you know, six foot five at eighteen years old, you don't find that very often, and for him, it's just going to be adjusting to the level and um, you know the pace and and um, but I can we can already see the strides taking place in practice and and uh, so. No, it's it's really encouraging. He's you know he's a quieter guy, um, just kind of finding his way. He's new to the province as well, and uh, it, so yeah. There's the one thing we're really encouraged with the direction his practices have gone, and there's a lot of potential and upside with Sean. Sticking with the goalies for just one more question. Uh, it's not unheard of to start the year with a 19 and an 18 year old goalie. It's rare because a lot of teams think that you know a 20 year old or, or you have usually the incumbent that's 20 years old. You're going a little younger this year. Uh, any particular reason? Are you like just speak to uh, why going 19 and 18 as opposed to 20 and 19 or 20 and 18? Well, we had some success in uh, 17, 18 going with the 17 and an 18 year old. <laughs> um, it took us all the way to the RBC Cup, so. You know what? Age to us isn't really the the biggest factor there. You know, we had two rookie goaltenders that year that pushed each other, and um, you know, with you know with Cole, I mean, he's got 
you know, he has a fair amount of experience at our, at our level. So being 19 years old, um, you know, age isn't really what we were um, overly concerned about. And, and, you know, and sometimes in the summer, you know, when you start looking, it's just what's what's available as well. So, you know, a lot of guys that are, that are 20, if their teams are um, – in a, in a position to potentially contend often they're they're keeping those guys too so yep. um but again like you talk about it's maturity and personality and workload and and cole's done all that and sean can can work his way in this year as an 18 year old because more games back to back he's going to get opportunities to play yeah that's right yep uh, let's go to the blue line uh teammate of cole plowman spencer penner local good guy uh, boy, oh boy, you see him in person and, and you kind of think, okay, he's he, he could be a hockey player. And then you see him on the ice and boy, oh boy, is this kid a hockey player. Yeah, he's, you know what, he's so, he's, 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 he's slight, and but he's he's got that wiry strength and it's probably um, chucking all those tires at, at KK's. And, but um, no question, when he gets on the ice, I mean, uh, his skating is special and, and um, you know, he's competitive and so that was a great ad for us. We were really excited to get him, and we just felt like there's 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 three really good years of junior in this kid, and um, you know it's nice to have a, a, a local player of, of that caliber as well. You got a, a newcomer, Noah Zabo. Tell us about Noah. Yeah, Noah's um, you know he's going to be one of those defensemen that we don't talk about a lot. He just makes really good decisions over and over. Um, he's got a quietness to his game, but there's a subtle offensive flair there that I, I think people will appreciate in time. I think he's going to be a big part of our back end moving forward. And um, you know, one of those guys we look at, you know, at 19 and 20 could could really be elite. Yeah, he's only 18 again, uh, so he's going to really get some great experience on this club. Uh, David Cote, uh, he took some maybe the biggest strides for for a defenseman last year uh, in looking to have another big year this year. Tell us about David. Yeah, well, David came in last year with an incredible attitude. We told him at the start he was probably going to be our number eight if he wanted to stay, and I uh, gave him a day to day or two to think about that and he you know said I'm, I'll do it and he goes but I think I'm going to bet on myself and by Christmas time I, I, I think you're going to have a really hard time keeping me out of the lineup and that's what happened but you know David's a great example of just coming to work every day with a great attitude regardless of if he was in the lineup or not and when you play on a team like ours last year we had extra bodies the extra bodies are all good they were all really good players so could they have played every night? Yes. We had the luxury of having extra guys. David approached that with an incredibly positive attitude. Just put in the time in practice. When he had a time, you know, when he was his number was called to be in the game, um, um, made the most of it, you know, and then it, that earned him time in the playoffs. So, yeah, one of our most improved players last year, scratched 14 times, I believe, last year, and uh, yet just kept getting better and better. And then in the off season, when he showed up, it was like, wow, you know, everything we encouraged him to do in the off season, he did. He put on weight, he got stronger. He's come in so confident, but his confidence comes from just knowing he's put in the work. Uh, Ethan Johnson, tell us uh, about Ethan. Yeah, and Ethan's similar to uh, to David in the fact, just an incredible attitude last year with you know not being in a lot and that's always tough for for guys but got better and also got rewarded by playing you know some getting some games in the playoffs and he's just kind of steady eddie you know just you, you and uh, you can always you know what you're getting out of johnny every day and you know, that's how that's his character he's like that at the rink he's like that with his teammates john only johnny has many bad days um you know just a just a solid dude and and then um um you know, once he gets on the ice, he's 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 competitive. You know, there's no question. He's very very competitive. We've seen it this week in practice again. Just goes about his business, but he plays for keeps. Uh, Langley Krugel, uh, again a player that kind of took steps throughout the uh, the year last year. Looks poised for a big year this year as a 20 year old. Uh, tell us what uh, you like about Langley. Yeah, well, you know, Langley's just. He's kind of got it together, you know. If you look at Krugs, I mean, he's always uh, he's got the clean car when he pulls into the, but uh, you know, very organized. He's up early. He's getting his workouts in, um, very detailed, and um, diligent. He's incredibly attentive. Just great practice habits. Very coachable. Um, you know, those are the guys that get better and they gain your trust, and that's what he's done. And you know, became a very uh, 
you know, became a big piece for us on the back end last year. Uh, you know, his minutes, I think, increased as time went on, and by the end of the year, he was probably in those 23, 24 minutes every night. And so, and now he's just, he's become a leader for us as well. And we saw that already emerging last year. It became very evident that he would be a part of our leadership group this year. So, um, you know, he's going to be a big part of any success we have this year. Yeah, you got a number of players where you as a coach can kind of just stand back and point and go, like, that's the guy you should follow. That's the guy you want to be like. And Langley personifies that. Yeah, totally. You know what? He's the guy that's he's leading in the room already. You know, if we're not there, you know, Krugs would be the guy. I'll, I'll lead practice today. That's always a good sign. Another newcomer, Hugo Larkin. A little QMJHL experience. Big, big man for 18. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you like about Hugo. Yeah, well, Larkin's a guy that has some potential. You know, he played in the Q last year but didn't play a lot and and I don't think he came out with as much confidence as you might might expect, but um, there's a lot of upside to Hugo. Um, uh, we were just talking earlier. I don't know if he knows how strong he is. He's kind of a man-child, and um, you know, I think once he discovers that the advantage of, of of his size and the physicality that he can bring to the ice, but um, you know, also he can make plays. I mean, we're starting to see it in practice. He's starting to get comfortable. It's the first time he's been away from home. Uh, he just, you know, he hasn't been here that long. There's always an adjustment period for for some guys, just to, and for some it's longer than others. And I think with with Hugo, the first week probably wasn't easy being away from home. You're in an environment where English is not his first language, um, so you know, you just got to be a little more patient with with a guy like Hugo. But um, and he's uh, young. He's eighteen. He's eighteen years old. He's eighteen years old. And yeah. you know what? He doesn't have to come in and be the man on this blue line, totally. right? Like he can work his way in find out the kind of player he wants to be and he has that time to build the confidence which is key yeah absolutely so we're not counting him him being number one here to start the year no and again like you look at a guy like spencer penner who also is going to get into uh get into that rhythm as well not having to be the number one there's you know you got uh, nelson who is uh, a real unsung hero of this club josh nelson uh great person off uh, off the ice great guy on the ice and again you talk about steady eddie it, that's him. Yeah, totally. You know what? Like he can. He's got that farming background. They're grain farmers in North Dakota, and he's just that guy that just doesn't. He's unflappable. You know. If I guess that's the way you grow up when you're about to harvest and it rains. I mean, hey, what do you do? He's kind of has that approach. Like we'll just deal with it. And tough, tough plays plays through injuries and um, just goes about his work every day. It's just it's really. A great example for for the guys in the room. Just he doesn't say a lot, you know, um, but he's a he's a team first guy, and um, you know, very wants to win. He's got a lot of Curtis Ireland in him. You know what? He he really does. Yeah. He, in fact, that like their skating is now similar. Yeah. The way they, they think the game is yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah. It's somewhat somewhat methodical to some degree, but. Uh, Nelly's starting to really um, add some creativity to his game, and we saw it at the end of last year where he was becoming a bigger part of the offense. I wasn't sure what there would be in terms of we hadn't really seen that before, but as he grew in confidence, suddenly he was spending a lot of time below the dots in the offensive <laughs> zone, so which Graham just loves. Uh, another returning player on the blue line, Nolan Bettens, uh, put in a lot of work this summer. Big body moves well. Uh, just tell us a little bit more about Nolan. Yeah, well, Betsy's a you know physical specimen. He's put in a tremendous amount of time in the gym. He's big and strong. Um, yeah, great feet for his size. I think when you watch him in practice, he can just absolutely rip pucks. And you know, last year I think Will Hambly was saying uh, he's like we should make him a winger. He says nobody shoots the puck like Betsy. And uh, you know he can he can hurt goalies when he puts it in you know off a shoulder and um, so yeah another guy that's that's really growing here he's taken a step and uh, adjusted to junior hockey last year and and uh, there's lots of upside with Betsy. Uh, just looking at the decor overall, you have a nice mix of of stay at home and then rush. You have a nice mix of right handed and left handed, which I know coaches really love when players can play on the right side yep. of their stick. Uh, just take us through what you expect out of this decor as a whole going into this year. Yeah, well, I think there's lots of opportunity for growth. You know, there's some some old fours in there that I think by January, February are going to look very comfortable in our league. Um, we've got some, you know, with with our our, our twenty year olds, those guys are motivated to have 
you know big years and take steps forward and and then you can throw David into that mix too so I think there's you know I like where we're at we are uh, very comfortable with the defenseman we have back there right now and that being said I think there's a you know a lot a lot of room for maturity and development that's going to take place this year uh, you and the, the rest of the coaching staff are going to have a lot of fun putting line combinations together because you've got some great returning forwards, you've got some dynamic new forwards, but overall you've got uh, hard-working forwards. And I think one of the players that exonifies that the best is Travis Hensrud. Good old Thunder Bay boy is back for another turn with the Pistons. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Henny, uh, I mean, the first thing you notice with Henny is just how he skates. It's effortless. It's smooth. It's like he's gliding on top of the ice, and next thing you know, he's gone. You know, he hits that top gear in two strides and it looks like he's hardly you know working he's just blessed with uh with a great stride and a very efficient one so you know Henny we thought he was fast last year and then we've seen him a few times we're like man he even got faster this year he's gotten stronger he, his testing his off-ice testing was was really good which was great to see you know he had um some some upper body injuries last year I think he's did a lot to strengthen you know his shoulders and so um yeah, I think, you know, what did he score, 24 goals last year with us, playing in some different spots. He was kind of Mr. Versatility. He probably played on every line at some point. Um, you know, I see him playing a a bigger role again this year. Uh, newcomer Jamie Fuchs, a uh, really interesting story. I uh, bumped into you at the parade, and, and you told me about uh, Jamie and his family. Then I was at the bowl hockey championships and bumped into his dad, who was all smiles, saying that he got to come down and meet the team and meet some of the guys. And uh, Jamie here for his first year, really, uh, really positive young man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was one of the later additions uh, for us this summer. And, you know, Fuchs, he's another guy that's very apparent he, he likes going to the gym he's a strong strong man and um, um that's one of the things you'll see about him on the ice and he likes to grind wins a lot of puck battles down low and on the wall plays in the hard areas um but there's a toughness to him and there's a physicality that he brings and you know it was a big hit there last saturday that we're going to probably see every so often from him yeah and again he's got some finish but uh at 18 He's going to have to play that kind of physical game at times, learn how to kill penalties, and yeah. and kind of grind out some shifts, especially later in games. Yeah, you know, he looks like that guy, just whatever it takes to be successful. That's kind of the how he approaches it on the ice. And, um, you know, so really, really happy with, with his preseason. Davin Griffin didn't get into a lot of preseason games, but uh, showed well when he did. Another returning player. As a 20-year-old, he's got a lot of hockey experience. And, uh, again, one of those guys that the leadership group can lean on and those young kids can lean on. Just tell us about Dav. Yeah, so you know, Griff's been around, spent the year in the Western League, and, uh, yeah, we felt like we know what we're getting out of Griff. He's another guy. One, he's he skates so well. His conditioning is, is, is always good, so we didn't – feel it was necessary for to get him into uh, you know a whole number of exhibition games and wanted to see some younger guys up front but um yeah Griff's you know he's very intelligent he's a tremendous penalty killer um just um you know makes a lot of good decisions with the puck and you know is that guy that if you're playing with him um you know you're gonna get it back and he'd be a guy that we were talking about the other day he'd be easy to play with in that regard Neo Kamini, he really wants to take a step this year, and he's worked hard to yeah. to earn that opportunity. Yeah, if you, he's motivated. He's yeah. motivated and hungry. That's what I would, um, how I would, when I look at him right now, that's what I see. You know, there, there's a there's a real thirst for him to be a bigger part. He wants to play a larger role. Um, you know, I really like how he's approached this season. His off season, he put on some weight. He got stronger. He got faster. He can. You know, he's got a great release, um, you know, so looking forward to his, his development as well. And I think he's starting to starting to really get it and start to simplify his game more consistently and could be a big piece for us. Yeah, and a guy he can look up to is the next guy we're going to talk about is Dawson Milliken, a guy that really found his way last year, really emerged as a leader last year too in the playoffs and, and through, uh, through some tough series. And he heads into this year as a veteran, a 20-year-old. Tell us about Millie. Yeah, well, Millie's just a, just a workhorse. You know, that's that's what you can count on from him every single night and playing through injuries and and um he leads on and off the ice he's a, he's got a strong voice in the room and you know he understands um what the expectations are and and he leads our he's a, he leads our room you know there's no question and um so 
he scored some big goals for us too last year. You know, he's got a really nice release. Uh, we've encouraged him to to shoot to shoot more. And um, but one of those guys that was just very trustworthy he was probably at the end of the year. I'm guessing in our top three in minutes played up front just because he was so trustworthy. Uh, one guy you don't really need to encourage to shoot the puck because he does that very well is Naked Branson, and you're really hoping he can take a step again. Maybe we forget that he was just 18 last year, played in big spots too as an 18 year old. But there's a real ceiling for this kid that's uh, you know ever going up. Yeah, you know what, Goody's an interesting one. You're right. It seems like he's been around for a while now, um, but you know, still a young, still a younger player, and you know, and one of those guys just like everybody else that missed that COVID season that really I thought hindered so many of of the players. But uh, yeah, Goody's got that that he's just got a release that's sneaky and um, you know, has a knack for scoring goals and can find seams and. You know, he's come in a lot stronger this year, so he should be, you know, really confident down low. And um, but um, you know, just like we saw the other night, next, you know, our power play was we had some looks, and then who finishes it on a kind of a tough angle? You know, he's a guy that can bury from different spots on the ice, and and just one of the things that we really appreciate about Goody and Prakki, he rarely misses the net. Yeah, and it's it's if he doesn't score it, or goalie makes a good save it's off the crossbar it seems him missing the net's hitting the crossbar <laughs> which he seems to do a lot in practice but um, but he, he doesn't miss by much uh a guy that missed by just a little bit you can tell he's going to break out in a big big way is leo chambers and uh, another highly skilled forward that you've brought in out of ontario uh what can you tell us about leo yeah leo's no question has some skill um I, puts in the time you know he just he's an everydayer to me like I just I just I just love that consistency in his effort he's got some grittiness to him he's going to take pride in winning face-offs um I like his 200 foot game I think it's one of the things I saw in the summer showcase and you know it's in the offensive zone and he was the first man back into his own zone almost every shift that he that he was on the ice so it's something that often gets um unnoticed mm-hmm. maybe by the average fan but um you know he's one of those guys that you win hockey games with takes nothing for granted in all three zones like yeah, nothing totally. for granted totally but he's got great awareness and um you know as a defenseman having that support in the middle of the ice and you know leo's going to be there um that's just it's great to have that that option a uh, player that came late into camp, uh, but a familiar last name to Pistons fans that remember uh, the Omsbaugh family. Uh, Ian, 20-year-old forward, came in late, but really impressed when he did get here. And he's a highly skilled forward, just like his brother Luke. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I always call him Luke, actually. They, look, <laughs> they do look so similar. I, I look think at the Omsbaugh smile. Eh? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He comes to the rink every day with a smile. He's on the ice, it looks like he's always smiling, but uh, just he loves the game, you know. And he was a player that we spoke with last summer about coming in prior to last season and you know decided to go to actually went to university and uh and then uh he contacted me this summer and asked if he'd come you know if if we would offer him a tryout yeah like he didn't even expect a roster spot he just wanted to come out and have a chance i know so that was so refreshing you know so many young players today it's it you know they they sometimes we feel like there's an expectation of a guarantee and you know it's not the way life works it's not the way hockey works you know I can give you a guarantee of an opportunity and uh, even if we sign you you know what if you don't play well and and you don't earn your earn your ice um, you know you might get moved so you know Ian's come in and uh, it made just a great impression like he's been excellent in practice he had the one preseason game where he was probably our best forward and definitely our most productive so you know he's going to be some adjusting to the style of play it's maybe a little heavier than the style that he's been uh, accustomed to but um there's a really good skill set there um tremendous puck poison and, and um just i think he's just a very intelligent player you get the sense that anytime the puck's on his stick something can happen and it's like hey stop what you're doing watch because there could be something special yeah he's yeah. gonna he's gonna see stuff that a lot of people don't see yeah you know and, and guys are gonna have to be prepared to get the puck yeah, and his line mates are going to be ready because he'll draw a lot of attention and he can dish as well as he can score. A uh, young player that came in and I thought really uh, blew away expectations was Brett Kaiser. 
Uh, he played very well in the preseason, and he's a bigger body than I thought he was, too. He's got some size for a 17-year-old. Yeah, and he's going to grow. You know, yeah. I, I think he's going to be a big kid at some point. Uh, you know, maybe not this year, but at 17 years old, he's our youngest player. And, you know, like Brett since his Bantam year, uh, he's just a smart player. You know, and you just can't replace that intelligence and IQ. His decision-making has been very good on the ice um, in practice. And, yeah, we weren't 100% you know, certain on, on, you know, how he was going to show. We felt all along, to me, there's a lot of growth. But uh, he's made some pretty quick quick strides here. So, yeah. And um, he can be in the lineup, or he can gain a lot just from practicing each and every day. Yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. like a sponge out there. It, totally. He's that guy that just gets better. Like yesterday we had an injury, um, and I inserted him on the power play in one of the flanks, and all, all suddenly a lot of it was going through him. And his his execution was was really good. So sees it well. He's got a creativeness to him. Um, there's times where he can be patient and slow down the game. And that goal he scored the other day was really an example of of the patience. But yet he took a puck to the far post, you know, and scored. So there's a, you know, he's not the biggest guy. He's definitely growing. But um, you know, I like that he's willing to play in some tough spots. Speaking of playing in tough spots and, and knows how to score a pretty nice goal, that's Nick Mike and. Uh, a lot of people who have seen this kid play have said uh, either watch out because he's going to be something special or who the heck is that? I need to know his name now. Uh, his name is Nick Mikan and, and he is something to watch. Yeah, you know what? He's he's uh, he's going to be a fan favorite amongst people that like a physical brand of hockey and um, he hasn't bypassed many opportunities to finish his checks and uh, there's a skill set there. You know, he's 6'4", can skate. Um, when he fills out I mean, there's there's a, a tremendous amount of upside with his game, but uh, you know, I, I it, it's 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 hard not to like him probably as a fan. Just uh, it's going to be entertaining, and um, most nights he's probably going to finish as the most hated guy on the ice. And that's a okay because he's on your team, right? You that's always right. want the most hated guy on the ice to be on your team, and he can finish too. Oh, absolutely! I mean, he can shoot the puck, he yep. can make plays. There's a well-rounded hockey player there, and. And, you know, he's got a little bit of old school in him. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't maybe say he's a, like a Cam Neely type to some degree, but um, um, there, I think that in time as he gets comfortable, there's the ability for him to score some goals. Absolutely. Um, Ty Paisley, you're really hoping he uh, continues to down the road of turning into that all-around hockey player. He showed uh, pretty good flashes of it last year, being offensive, defensive. This year at, at 18, already committed. You're really lo- looking for him to take a step and, and drive a line. Uh, just take us through Ty and his uh, his year yeah, ahead. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he was our, we named him our most improved player last year, I believe, and just kept getting better and better. I thought his playoffs were where we saw some of his best hockey and that to me is just a, a great a great sign and I love guys that play their best hockey in the most meaningful games so you know I think the one thing last year that that was just like any young player was the consistency of, of having you know he had two probably nine ten game stretches where they were tough for him and he wasn't as productive as he wanted to be so just minimizing those this year you know you're going to have the the weekends that are going to be tough but I think we're definitely um, seeing a maturity in him, and uh, both physically, he's definitely put in a lot of work this summer. He's gotten stronger, um, so you know, and uh, it'll be exciting to see him take another step here to get the commitment. This he earned that last year. Now yep. he's got to build on that, and but he should take some confidence from that as well. And you know, guys like him, Good uh, Branson, Hensrud. Uh, they, I think they learned a lot last year about how they can impact a game if things aren't going their way. And there's ways you can positively impact a game while still, you know, having no goals or no assists. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's becoming a 200 foot player. Like, yeah. There's going to be nights where you just it's just not going to go for you offensively. Um, but that those are the nights where you really got to bear down away from the puck and and uh, take care of take care of manage the puck and and um, you know be really solid defensively. And that starts, you know, we tell we tell our forwards that that starts 185 feet from your own net. Yep. You know, it's, it's instead of cheating, if you're if you're going going through a slump, typically 
cheating's not going to get you out of it. You know, it's no. doing the right things over and over and going to earn your luck. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think Davis Fry is going to come into this year knowing that a little bit better. He too went through stretches last year and maybe didn't he didn't have the playoffs he wanted. He wanted to he's going to have a bigger impact this year cuz he's going to have a bigger role and he looks physically like he's ready for it. You know what? Yeah, that's right. I think he he's prepared himself physically for it. He's probably close to 200 pounds now at 6'3". Um, he's, his skating stride is definitely stronger than it was last year. That's an area that we felt he needed to address. You know, he's a committed player, so he's got to, you know, he knows where he's going already, which is nice. Um, but, you know, he, he's a guy that uh, had a lot of success last year. Um, he, um, At 18, I think it's... It- he was so skilled that I think growing up he maybe got away with outskilling players. Yeah. And when he got ran into last year, it almost like he didn't quite know how to handle it. And this year he's like, I'm not going to let you run into me. I'm going to run into you first and then go through you. Yeah. We yeah. saw that the other day. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the way he needs to play, just be a little more assertive and Absolutely. first on pucks. And his, the skill is there. There's no question. But he is a player that has learned, and I think he has seen, you know, with Pepper, with Rogers, with Power, yeah, Bernie, it cannot just be a reliance on the skill. Yeah, and uh, so he's added some a little bit of grit and and. Uh, but you know, he's still got to stay pers- with he's still got to stay within himself though because totally. he is a skilled not, scoring player. It's not Braden Bernie. No, you know. But that being said, I mean, he can be a dominant player in his own right. In this oh league, yeah, you know, and because uh, he's got tremendous vision, he's one of the best passers of the puck that we've had here. Um, so, you know, he's going to be that guy that probably leads our team in assists, or but he can shoot the puck. So I want him to be selfish at times shooting the puck. You know, it's funny. We're gonna I'm going to look back at this conversation at the end of the year, and I bet you we can make an argument that Davis Fry is the most improved member of the Steinbach Pistons from, even though like he's starting at a higher point, there's still such room for him to grow. Fry could end up being the most improved very sneakily, you know what I mean? Yeah, he could. Absolutely. There's no question. Uh, you know, because it, it's the 200-foot yeah. game. It's all there. That um, there's a lot of lot of potential. Speaking of 200-foot game, boy, oh, boy, if the rink was 300, 400 feet, Hunter Dagoman would travel it just to, just to be a hockey player, you know? That's the kind of guy where if he's on the ice, you, you can just kind of deal with whatever else is going on because he is so reliable. And my favorite story of Dags is uh, guys in camp last year thought he was 20 because he had the best beard on the team. They thought, oh, there's this old guy out there. Oh, he's pretty good for 20. No, he's 18. Yeah. Hunter's 19 now. He's got another uh, you know, year of that kind of junior A hockey under his belt. Tell us about Deggs. Well, uh, one word is intensity. I think he, he brings a, a special intensity to the rink, to the ice, and um, you know, wants to win every single shift, every battle, every face-off. Um, there's a fire that burns there it's and it's contagious so you know he's a he's a leader for us you know just just how he does he goes about his business and the he's an inspiring player there were years or games last year where he really gave us a spark that we needed and got our team going in some games and it's a there's a there's a physicality he sacrifices his body and and then the other thing is he can score some goals like I think he's going to finish. Like he had a lot of opportunities. There were games last year. He was just really snake bitten, where he had three, four good looks in a game. And uh, you know, I know he'd be he'd be frustrated with it, but he's got a great release. And I think there's, I think he's going to score some really key goals for us this year. Yeah, but there's another guy where you can point and go, look, at, he's doing the little things right to impact a game, whether he's getting the 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 goals that he deserves or not. Doesn't hang his head, goes out there and works hard and, and tries to just do the little things right every game. Yeah, yeah, team yeah. guy team guy uh okay paul let's uh quickly go through the staff you're back for another year uh just tell us a little bit about yourself well, uh, well i can tell you about all my deficiencies but we only have um yeah the upside i'm not sure how much upside there is anymore dave but uh hey i saw you out there skating around you, you held yeah, your own uh, yeah it was against the younger kids and i saw you get off the ice really quick when the big guys got out That's there right. but hey you know you've been hit by enough pucks by guys in practice you don't need to be out there yeah anymore. no exactly uh, what year is this for you Oh, well, good question. Um, started, you know, started with the team in 2010 um, in the sales and marketing and then quickly became an assistant coach. And then, and then in, uh, so now as coach general manager, um, you know, assumed that title in 2012. So this is, I guess, what is this? Does that make a year 11? 
Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, some quick we're, math. we're hockey guys. We're not really math guys, right? <laughs> uh, so just from your point of view, how the, how it's been, uh, how you've grown as a coach over the last year, because the game has changed so much. The players in the game have changed so much. And you've been able to change as well. It, it doesn't feel like you, you're, for lack of a better word, stale when it comes to dealing with guys or dealing with a hockey team. Yeah, you know what? You have to evolve. And, um, you know, I always look back at Scotty Bowman and how did he stay in the game? And, and was relevant and impactful till he, his mid-80s. And it was really just adapting. You know, the, the game does change. You know, as much as sometimes we'd like to keep it in the era that we maybe grew up watching. You know, for me, it was the, the 80s. and you like know. The Broad Street Bully Flyers <laughs> yeah. and that kind of rough and tumble. Because yeah. while well, you played pro defense where if in practice you didn't break a stick over the guy in front of the net, you might not play the next night. Right. I mean, I was my coach is my first couple years in the 90s were it was much much different like there was no um you know no reluctancy for a player to slash some one of his own teammates in practice and we were all fighting for a position and fighting to you know make the get up to put the penguins with the big club and so things are much much different now but um yeah so you just have to adapt and um and adjust to every year the kids are, are are different and unique right and so um, but 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 so so much of it's very positive too. Sometimes we speak negatively about the direction of our youth, and I think we have a tremendous, you know, group of players here. And every year it seems like we've been able to draw some really good people here. And um, yeah, do they they grow and learn? That's one of the greatest challenges for us is to is to assist them in their journey as young men. Yeah. You know, and, well, you take as much pride letting them go away from the program as people as you do letting them graduate from the program as players. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, at the end of the day, this game comes to an end at some point. Yeah, and uh, we've had guys come back. You know, this summer, uh, Booge and I were going to golf with Declan Graham was coming in from Toronto. Yep, and he was flying out to play golf with Tanner Mole, one of his good buddies. So he, you know, they asked us two old guys if we wanted to go play golf with them which was you know that's so so rewarding and then uh, I said well why don't we get a few more guys and just let me know how many guys want to come out and well next thing I think it was like we had four groups yeah uh, Tyson McConnell came out yeah. Ty Anderson was out there yeah. golfing like. yeah and some of the guys are now removed from the game yeah but to see who they are as people here and they're some of them are, are approaching 30 uh, but that they want to come back because they feel like um you know, this was a impactful, uh, you know, time in their life. Um, one where there were a lot of people that had some influence, you yeah. know, be it their billets. They have some, it's awesome when you hear guys coming back and uh, they come back to Steinbach, the first place they go is to their billet. Yeah. There's like five places they have to stop. Number one is yeah. at the billets. Yeah. Number two is in the rank to see. Number three is, you know, somewhere, re- some restaurant that they really love. Yeah. But number one is always the billets. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll go back to Zach, but, you know, Zach's come back to Steinbeck a few yeah. times and he stops at Bob and Vanessa Coop, yep. and who were his billets at the time, and uh, and then he pops by the rink yep. and wants to spend a little time in the dressing room. So that's uh, that that's what it's all about and and you know hopefully we've we've made it made a difference in their in their lives yeah and uh I know that you would be one of the first people to say a head coach is only good as good as those that he surrounds himself with and uh Calvin Bujic is back for another year and you know just as a coach he continues to grow and and elevate his you know he he continues to adapt and elevate his coaching uh resume there and and just the way he sees the game tell us about Booch. yeah you know what we have a really good chemistry i think our relationships have gotten better as time's gone on we have a really you know a really good understanding sometimes when when you know that first year Booch would come in and maybe make a comment and and i wouldn't be expecting it and now you're whatever four years later it's like Booch comes in and like, yeah, <laughs> yep. that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I think we were really, you know, we're on the same page. And, yep. and um, but he's also not afraid to challenge you. Like, oh, big time! You you guys do see the game a lot the same way, but you can argue uh, very respectfully on how to get to that point together. And he opens uh, he opens up a lot of conversation one, that way. One hundred percent. That's one thing I appreciate with Booch is you know what he if he has a thought he's not afraid to share it and and I think we've made that a safe environment I mean Graham approaches it the same way Graham's you know um 
he's pretty black and white with with how he views things sometimes and um which is which is good you know yep. and and we respect each other's opinions in the room and um our scouting staff with david anning and nick lubin if our it's the same you know and you know and nick has sometimes he's the newest one in in the group and at times he's been apprehensive on and he's like well I, maybe i'm speaking out of turn i'm like no speak yeah that's why you're here like we value <laughs> you've coached in this league you've you've uh, evaluated players for years you've got a, a, a great eye for this so yeah. everybody sees it a little differently and sometimes you know a, a day later you're like you know what w- i think we should maybe reconsider you know just because of a comment that someone maybe has you know someone might say well what if we do this or yeah have you thought of this or playing these players together and sometimes you don't you just go down a road a path in your own mind and the the nice thing about our staff and with Booge is he's he's gonna freely interject his thoughts because what should work on paper doesn't always work on the ice and you have to be amendable to that or else you're gonna be stagnant Yeah, yeah yeah and sometimes you're he may see something you know, when I'm not there or whatever, yeah. you might hear some conversations or see some guys and, and he's like, well, what if we do this? Yep. Um, so, um, no, and, you know, he's got a he's, he's got a, a real simple approach to the game, uh, kind of a common sense approach to the game, and I think it's been very good for, for a defenseman. Yeah, a great personality, too. As, yeah. he, uh, as he gets more comfortable, his sense of humor comes out more. He's a really, really great hockey guy to talk with. Uh, speaking of great hockey guys, Graham Pollock back for another year. Uh, video coach, note taker, all around just throwing opinions left, right, and center. Uh, <laughs> talk about Graham and uh, you know what he brings to that office. Yeah, yeah. Well, Graham always brings some color. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a vast, tremendous amount of experience as well, right? So, and um you know at times he'll he'll bring a little bit of the old school but he's adjusted as well you know you know i think he's he's seen the games games change i mean he was a young man he was watching tim horton play hockey and <laughs> and, and and the game has has changed so much and uh you know players that he thought were defensemen how the game is played today um you know i think he's really starting to appreciate pre you know that as well and uh, but has a good eye and uh, tremendously um, insightful, and not afraid to say what he sees. No, you know, and that's one thing I I never have to ask Graham. You know, he'll after a period he'll come in and he'll you know he'll doesn't tell us words. his thoughts. Yeah, that's yep. right. We only have so much time that we're not going to beat around the bush. So you know, we got ten ten minutes usually during that intermission, and yep. and we've got to make some decisions, and he'll inject his thoughts immediately. Uh, Jeff Ide's back for another year too. Another uh, unique personality. Big fan of Jeff as a person, and uh, you know he he again just brings that uh, consistency to the rink with his jo- each and every game. You know what you're getting with Jeff each and every day. Yeah, you bet. Jeff's an everyday guy, just one of the most solid people out there, and um, you know, and he's he's a leader in our room. You know, I think the guys need him. He's a bit of a big brother i'm not going to call him a father but i guess he probably could be a father to some of them. <laughs> yeah, the, we're getting older paul <laughs> yeah. it's like 2002 now. that's right that's right so but uh you know he's got a he's got a boldness about him just tells the guys this is the way it is this is what we're doing and this is the expectation in this room and yep. and um you know well, not a lot of guys want to wrestle punches. jeff like it, jeff, no. can, jeff can handle himself he's yeah. a strong young man he's pretty fit <laughs> Pretty fit, so no, he does a terrific job, and and uh, so good with our our injury assessment as well. And but um, you know he's yeah, Mister Consistency, and that's big for that office too. I know that you you really appreciate how everybody kind of comes together, and it's been year after year now, and you have that good relationship, and uh, that another great relationship, David Anning and uh, the scouting staff, and and what they've been able to do. Yeah, no, no question. Like it's great to. So many times I just get on the phone and call David, and uh, you know David's got a his Compass Bus Company that he's that he's leading now as well. But um, you know he gets out there and he's a big part of our Bantam draft, and um, but you know still rely on him just for some some feedback sometimes, and and um, so, just, like just, getting to sit and watch a hockey game with him. Like I learn more in one period sitting with him. Then I learned, you know, watching five games by myself. You know, like he's just yeah. such a hockey mind. Yeah, totally. Sees a lot of things that, yeah. that most people don't, and um, so we have some really good good conversations just on a you know Tuesday morning after the weekend, reflecting on it, and you know, and then we'll, we'll 
he's out there seeing a lot of other teams in our league, um, you know, because he's now on, yeah. on the bus every now and again. So, uh, so it's, yeah, just a great resource for us. And you trust him with hockey decisions, and you trust him with all of us as he's That's our bus right. driver half the time. Uh, Guy St. Uh, Vincent. Guy St. Vincent. I knew that. Pac uh, yeah. is the goalie coach, and uh, he did really great with – uh, Will Hambly last year. I think that's a real feather in his cap, uh, being able to totally. kind of wrangle Hambly in there and turn him into a D1 goalie. Uh, he's going to have uh, a couple of great projects to work on this year, but just like, take us through what uh, Guy brings. Yeah, I really like his approach. There's a, It's just a, a workmanlike approach. It's a, it's a diligence. It's repetition. It's putting in the time. Really simple. you know. And Guy's got some, obviously, some technical components that he you know, stresses with the goaltenders and works with them. But at the end of the day, it's it's being prepared, putting in the work, getting stronger, um, getting your fitness level up. And, um, you know, he is all about being competitive and, you know, trying to stop every puck in practice. And, you know, that's just really goes along, um, you know, the same line of, of, of philosophy that, that we have with our players is just – just doing every drill to the best of your ability. So, and he holds the goaltenders accountable. So we had a, a great session the other day. Both goalies were gassed. Um, a, a, a bit of a, I think it was a little eye opening for them, just in in terms of wow, okay, this isn't just sitting around and talking about goaltending. We are going to put in some time here, and that time's before practice. And then we got to go and practice. So <laughs> then you start them with a three on O drill, and then they're looking at right. you. Go, Come on, coach, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Well, we want to make it difficult for him, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> makes the games easy. Uh, waiting is often the most difficult part, Paul, and we don't have to wait much longer. The season is upon us, uh, and I, mean, I know there's so many people behind the scenes that we could talk about and mention, uh, and we will throughout the year. But uh, thank you so much for joining me here today, giving us all this time to talk about the roster, the upcoming year, and looking forward to uh, what you can do on the ice and off as you get out in the community again, and maybe that's where we'll end uh, because, you know, the, the world's opened up a little bit. You get to have players out in the community doing the fall food drive, doing toys days, yep. uh, you know, raking leaves coming up or shoveling driveways. Uh, just we'll end on what it means to be able to get back out in the community and give back. Yeah, no doubt. It's a privilege, you know, to be able to do that. And um, we had a meeting yesterday to discuss some of the opportunities, you know, and it can be as simple as uh, you know, for your billets as well. There's some snowfall. Your billets have been working all, all day and, uh, you know, get that get that driveway cleared. And uh, But, yeah, we have... Uh, have some really, you know, strong relationships with some of the charitable organizations in our community as well. And with we've had uh, employees at Envision, we've had volunteers, our players volunteer there, um, Southeast Helping Hands, yeah, Rock, um, so many. And then in the schools, we're looking forward to getting back into the schools and integrating with reading programs. And um, we've we've had some of our players mentor some some youth in our in, in, in Steinbach um, past few years so really looking to looking forward to just getting immersed again in the community and I know our guys are like they know that's a big part of um, our, our program here and um, so it's going to be fun and we've also started an, an ambassador program where the players are going to choose a, um, a a charity or a cause that, that they can be an ambassador for that's really cool. Yeah, it's really neat. So it, it might be something that is near and dear to their heart. Maybe it's the Heart and Stroke Foundation or, or you know, or Cancer Care or uh, might be something that's impacted their family or it can be something completely random that they think might be a good idea, maybe if it's working with youth. So, um, you know, we feel like if it's something that they are, are passionate about or emotionally connected to, um, you know, it's going to be more effective that way instead of asking them to maybe really get out of their comfort zone and and do something that they're reluctant to. That's really cool. I cannot wait to learn more about that uh, that ambassador program throughout the year. Cannot wait to watch these guys on the ice and uh, you know continue to, to develop their skills and, and develop as people. Paul, thank you again so much for all the time today, the roster breakdown and all that. Uh, just fantastic. Can't wait for the year to start. Thanks again. Appreciate it, Dave. Thank you.